Hi guys, uh, welcome to my uh, podcast about coronavirus. This is the second episode of Dr. Kaya Herbal's uh, coronavirus podcast. Um, I skipped a week last week because there was so much change from um, the way that how fast the coronavirus epidemic kind of propagated throughout the globe. And um, I honestly was just shocked. Um, I was stunned. I was so stunned last week that I didn't really know what to say, honestly. Um, Now we're kind of in a new normal right now. And um, so I figured um, I'm lying down and uh, just with my phone. um, And I figured I'd record another episode of the podcast. Um, So today I was thinking about doing something a little bit differently. Um, Earlier today... I recorded a video for a personal video for my mother, um, about 30 minutes summarizing, um, what I believe is, um, my personal take on coronavirus and having to do with my faith. So this episode is going to be a lot different from the first one because, um, to be honest with you, my my inner being my um my spiritual core was awakened by um the events of last week i closely watched how um congress uh was working really hard to uh pass a stimulus bill along with some financial aid for individual uh people or citizens um i just kind of watched that silently um i really was taken aback by that how how quickly washington division which seems like the last couple years the united states has just been this constant bickering about stuff and there was this great unity that occurred in congress as much as you want to say bad about washington bureaucrats um i was just kind of like stunned at how positive um this sort of moment of unity amongst the chaos and political quagmire that's been Washington for the last couple of years um, came through. And that inspired me to, um, to think about uh, a personal um, approach or method to actually go about um, sharing and spreading this podcast to more people more quickly. So, um, what I actually ended up doing was I actually reached out to um, my first um, Instagram influencer that I have actually met um, previously, like two years ago, who is a um, a food blogger and like a fitness and fitness blogger, and I actually invited her to um, be uh, interviewed on this podcast. Um, the reason why I want I wanted to do that was she represents um, the demographic of people that I'm really um, wanting to um, help out in the next couple months really a lot, which is um, millennials, um, particularly millennial women. Um, there's a sense that I believe there's going to be like a new generation of nurses or that kind of role-taking, like caretaking role um, that's going to evolve from the millennial women in this in this 
in this um, in this process that um, that it's going to be unprecedented. There's going to be this sort of outpouring of kindness and of caregiving. Um, and I wanted to approach the idea that I had in the podcast last episode, the first episode, about using smartphones to um, help people get an insight into the basic science of the coronavirus to understand things like vaccines and how healthy living um, practices can actually help prevent the spread of coronavirus in the population. So um, I am really taking a step forward in terms of trying to expand the reach of this podcast, and I'm going to be continuing to do that in the next week. I'm going to be trying to just email out the first episode of this podcast to a variety of YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, and other social media influencers, but particularly millennials that have a pretty big following, and try to just do some interviews with people that have sort of like a bigger reach than I do, my social media footprint is actually pretty small. Um, so my my goal is to try to t- uh, pilot the um, idea of using the smartphone to um, improve people's insight and understanding of the basic science of the coronavirus and enhance the literacy around basic biochemistry, cell biology, um, the scientific aspects of the coronavirus to sort of uplift the basic level of understanding of of that um, just using and drawing upon the skills that I have both in terms of the basic science training I have I have a PhD from UC Berkeley in biochemistry and the about decade amount of work I have done with um, the general public in other capacities um, in terms of really ministry. Um, so what I'm going to be trying to do is employ my podcast as a vehicle to deliver um, resources and insight into um, both the medicine, but also have conversations about people's lives. You know, this shouldn't just be about, um, you know, the science in the boring sense of textbook. We need to make it human and bring in people's stories. Um, so the reason why I reached out to this woman, young woman, her name is Katie, um, is that she shared this like really interesting blog post about traveling like halfway around the world to come back to the United States. She's a She flies around the world hosting retreats. And I just thought that it might be interesting after reading her blog inter- interview to interview her um, she also was caught off guard and um, it might be interesting to have a conversation about that, um, meaning being caught off guard. So um, the app that I want to encourage people to look at on the App Store and on Google Play or I- iOS and Android is what's called iMolview Lite, I-M-O-L-V-I-E-W-L-I-T-E. It's a protein, DNA, and RNA structure viewer that you can load on your phone and you can use or employ your phone 
to um, explore the basic science structures, the basic biochemical structures of molecules that are involved in the viral life cycle. Why is that important? Because structure follows function and function follows structure. So if you understand like, like I'll use the analogy of a car. If you don't understand how the, the, the engine is connected to the wheels of a car, the chassis is built and the seats, and then there's the, the pedals and you know the wheel, the steering wheel, you have a much better understanding of how that car drives than if you just um, are told that this thing goes from point A to point B. So having pictures of a car before you buy it, you have a much better understanding of how it's going to work. It's the same thing with a virus. The virus is just a physical particle. It's a little microscopic nanomachine. It's a very, very small scale, like nanometers, nanometer scale, very invisible to our eyes. Um, but it has unique properties that are um, encoded by its RNA genome that give it this very vicious um, capacity to spread widely across the globe to affect markets, to affect people's lives, to affect the economy, um, to kill people, to affect particularly the elderly, um, the older people, and to just wreak havoc on the world. Um, and if we could understand how, from a personal level, how that, um, how that system works from the basic building blocks, then we can probably have a better understanding of how a vaccine might possibly be developed to combat it, or perhaps better, how lifestyle choices, how diet, exercise, and holistic medicine approaches, supplements, um, food as medicine approaches, this kind of stuff, can maybe possibly be implemented to heal people who are actually either exposed to the virus or might be at risk. Um, because I think the new normal is for the rest of our lives, we're going to be confronted with the issue of bioagents, meaning pathogens like viruses, um, because of things like climate change, because of the way that globalization has created a global economy. But we're all interconnected in this. And the one lesson that I've learned is um, of this event is just how interconnected we are to each other. Um, there's no way that you can ignore um, people with um, from around halfway around the world, like China, um, because of this. You know what happened with with the coronavirus was we learned how um, we may buy products that are manufactured in China, but things that are from nature can come from China and that can have a really dramatic effect on our lives that may not be intended, that may not be positive. And I don't want to get too philosophical, but I just say that it's important to remember that the, the globe is very small these days. And so um, just, I think, doing basic science of the coronavirus on a smartphone is like a really kind of nice uh, method or approach to um, improve people's lives and um, and so forth. So 
Um, that being said, I want to go ahead and talk about <clears throat> um, one question that I had about the coronavirus, which is, why is the coronavirus shaped the way it is? When I look on CNN, it has these spikes and um, I saw like, uh, I keep seeing these pictures of this scary looking, almost monstrous looking uh, particle with these big spikes. And I have this question, what are those spikes and what, what makes, sorry, what makes the coronavirus the coronavirus? And in fact, I looked it up and it said that the coronavirus is called the coronavirus because it has these these molecules that are called the, the spike protein that look like crowns underneath an electron microscope. And um, so I thought that that would be an interesting first molecule to make some figures for um, Instagram to share um, to actually get involved with um, the, uh, the eye-mole view light viewing of molecules. So... Um, I'm going to be preparing those slides for next week and I'm going to try to get them up on my Instagram. My Instagram is Kaya the Human, K-A-Y-A-T-H-E, Human, H-U-M-A-N, K-A-Y-A-T-H-E-H-U-M-A-N. And I'm posting pretty much every day now about the coronavirus. Um, next week, I'm going to have some posts about this spike protein that... Um, is used as the by the virus in its life cycle to interact with its host cell. So um, stay tuned for that. And um, I think that's it for today. I just wanted to make a really brief episode to just check in. Oh yeah. Okay. Lastly, um, the final thoughts about the spiritual aspect of coronavirus. So. Our world is getting smaller. This is what I wanted to say about that. Just summarize and brief. Our world is getting smaller. And yet, something as small as a nanoparticle of virus can have global impact on politics, markets, and society. So we can never ignore the smallest detail. And it says in the Bible, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. And there's also part of the Bible that talks about where Jesus says, um, what you do to the least of my, of my flock, you do to me. And Jesus is God in my, in my faith. I'm Christian. Um, and so what I believe is that in that verse that talks about if, um, if people in a society are, are not treating the, the smallest person with respect and dignity and they're not able to make a living and they're not able to live, then the the prayers and the 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 uh the the God will God will send something. There's gonna be something like a plague or a or a divine divinely ordained disruption. Let's just say that. Maybe you could just say Mother Nature or whatever, but you can, there's a, a sort of a higher power, and I'm, this is where it gets kind of squishy. It's very, this is not, this is not science here. We're talking about spirituality here, but there's 
some force, let's just say that, a restoring force that resets the society, that, um, that really this coronavirus is it. This is the reset. And to see people from all the different sides of the political spectrum in Congress last week passing on the floor of the Senate <clears throat> and then the, the House, and then it's going to be signed by President Trump, this stimulus, economic stimulus bill in this country, it gives me some hope that we can actually come together as, as citizens of this country to do some real good to um, to face these big challenges that are coming up, that are coming with things like climate change and um, the new era of the super small world and um, and so forth. So it, it's just a major lesson. Um, and so I want to just leave with that thought. And I pray for everybody who tunes into this podcast that you can um, maybe reflect on that tonight or whenever you listen to this during the day. Um, just uh, take a step back and like think about what life would be like if you had the ability to change one thing about the world that could be better than it was before the coronavirus. And and that's something that you can focus on and it provides a uh, spiritual uh, support in this time. It's something to pray about, something to work towards, a goal, it's a spiritual goal. It's something to improve your soul, your spirit, and make you healthier in your soul um, to focus on, on the good, um, the positive, and to just make do. And so the reason why I started this podcast was to do just that based on what I have to offer. Um, my hope was to offer a little bit of help to people about getting some basic steps and looking at the basic science of coronavirus and to put that and contextualize that with their lives and um, their day-to-day sort of mundane things they do. Um, so to fit, um, you know, the um, 20 years experience I have in training for this, maybe this moment into a sort of bite, bite-sized chunks of a podcast, maybe as, as humble as that is, um, that's a first step. And um, it might not be such a bad thing to, um, to do. And that's why I started. So um, with that, I wish you all health. Good health and a good night.